we ready? Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> Nate, what's wrong? There's nothing wrong. Yeah, no, we're good. How you feel? There's no, I wrong. care about Nate. You need to do a, a check. How you doing? I think I'm good. What's going on? It'll be good. It'll be good. What's wrong? What's up? <laughs> no, no, let's roll. Let's roll. <laughs> This is how it works how, how it works is this We get the text Oh we're talking about this And I'm like Oh yeah for sure for sure And then we sit down And so I'm like Wait a minute <laughs> I got suckered in Lock the door Jack lock the door I'm always so excited To hear what you guys Had to say And then I think about Oh my gosh They're gonna ask me What I think Anyways Take the roof off What today Alright we're taking yeah. The roof off Offense Let's get it Being offended Offense Take offense When you hear that word What do you think of Omo Offense Taking offense it's the first thing that pops up. The first thing that comes pops up for me is being me focused. Ooh. Being me focused. Okay, okay. Yeah. Oh it. my gosh. From Wrap the get-go. Wow. Wow. Go, I like it. You can leave. Wow. Yeah. How did you me come focused. to that conclusion? Yeah. Like why why you say that? Because every time I think of the word offense, that means somebody did something to you and you decided to dwell on it. Wow. To dwell, take mm. the roof off, dwell. Think about it, mm. rehearse it. Mm. Replay keep, it. Replay it over and over again yeah. with yourself. Yeah. With yourself. Yeah, because usually yeah. if you think about it, how many times you go up to somebody and say, you offended me? Yeah. yeah. As opposed to how many times you just sit and think and think mm. and think about it. Wow. Yeah. Why, why do you think we don't go to another person and say, you offended me? Like, is it is it because that's not polite? Fear of man, it's not polite. Yeah. Oh, yeah. But it, sometimes the bottom line is, you know, really in your mind, yeah. is it really that big a deal? Oh, and I think, do you think people are afraid of a confrontation? Oh, yeah. Oh. I mean, be offended, like, means, like, you obviously took something, so you can either confront it, which means there's going to be confrontation. confrontation and I think yeah. a lot of people just don't like confrontation. Yeah. So, like, a lot of us, I think when we, when we take offense, we'll bury it. Mm. And then we go, I'm not offended. <laughs> yes, you are. <laughs> can I say something? Don't beat me up for this, anybody. But can I say sometimes we don't talk about it because it actually feels better to just keep it in our own little dialogue in Ooh. our mind. The narrative we've created on 66 is, how dare you cut me off? My day is far more important than yours. <laughs> you, know, it's like, it's like, you didn't use your blinker? Yeah, it's like I will like yell at someone for not using a blinker as I don't use my blinker, blinker. around them. <laughs> just like, that is know? so funny. It's like, yeah. but that's way more. This is probably wrong to say. By the end of this, I'll say something different. But, <laughs> but I was thinking about today. Like sometimes offense feels good to be like. Yeah. It's better for me to tell myself the story of, oh, you know, how dare they do this to me than it is to be real with myself and say mm. I'm actually not as important as I think I am. Yeah. You know? Whoa. It's really not that about. It's not about me. You know? Yeah. Well, it's not that serious. Yeah. That's the one that gets me. You know, truly, like a lot of times, what happens is there's something deeper going on. That I'm not addressing, but it's easier to yell at someone for not taking out the trash than it is to say, like, I don't feel appreciated. Right. Wow. Do you know what I'm saying? Yep. It's, how dare you not do that? And it's like, really, like, I'm actually just stressed and overwhelmed, but I don't know how to communicate that. So I'll just tell you, right. you should have done this for me or whatever. So, right. Come on. Dang. <laughs> Yo, we came in hot real fast. Yeah. I guess we did. Oh we should gosh. go do, 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 do. But what you're saying is perfect. Think about it. How many times have you been hangry? Mm. You wouldn't have gotten angry if it wasn't that you were tired. Uh -huh. Apple. Yeah. If you're so full, can you imagine you just, just had this great session where oh, you felt yeah. all this love from God and somebody does something that normally would have offended you, but you're so full of his love. You're like, <laughs> oh. You brush it off. You brush it off. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Well, so why is the brushing off easier when you have spent time with God? I think you take on his nature. Uh -huh. Yeah. Take the roof off his nature. That and just, he, he just, he thinks no evil. He only Ooh. hopes for the best. Mm -hmm. So he doesn't know how to like, do you know what I mean? Like mm -hmm. you just, I mean, I, I think of like, come on, Jesus going to that cross probably got offended so many times. Mm -hmm. Right. Yet he, I don't think he thought he didn't own it. Mm -hmm. He he didn't own it. Mm -hmm. Like he saw the the bigger plan. I think mm -hmm. I think honestly for, for me, offense is I don't see the bigger picture. I'm looking at the small picture, wow. which is like you said, me. And this is this is a little thing where I may not see the big view of what God's doing. Mm -hmm. So I just made it like you said. I think it's a big one about me. Wow. I think that's why God, because mm -hmm. he the bigger picture. Last week we talked about Daniel or um, David and um, Saul. I think David had plenty of times to be offended because yeah. yeah. he was, I'm going to say it, he was right. Yeah. David would have full right to, but I believe he saw the bigger picture. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Mm. I think a lot of us, we take offense because we don't see the bigger picture and we prefer to, I'm, I'm curious about you guys. I think sometimes we, especially as, as believers, I think we, we want to be right. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Where sometimes being right isn't God, yeah. right? Mm. Right? Mm. I mean, you, you, what you said, 
he, you know, God's nature. God is love. It says love is not easily offended. There it is. Oh easily my gosh, offended. yeah, I forgot about that one. Not easily I mean, irritated. Even says easily irritated. Like, Passion I, translation says I mean, easily irritated. So <laughs> if we're easily offended or irritated, that's why I keep saying. Yeah. Ask yourself some questions. Yeah. yeah. You're not perfected in love. That's good, Amo. Dang. I mean. Can we slow down for a second? <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. No, this is so moved right is, now. This is good. Wow. Can I, can I ask? Yeah, go. Uh, well, maybe we can need to chew on it some more, but I'm curious, like practically, how do we get to a place where we are not easily offended? Like when Jesus, you're talking about Jesus going to the cross, and you, even thinking of like out of the abundance of the mouth, the heart speaks. When he was going to the cross and people were, he was right. He was doing the right thing. Everything yeah. he did was right. But out of the abundance of his heart, what came out was, Father, forgive them because they don't know what they're doing. Right. Mm-hmm. And it was like, even then, what, what his heart was full of was, I'm actually thinking of them. Like, oh, they don't even know what they're doing. Do you know? Mm. Which, like, I don't know. How do how do we get to that place where, not that we're unoffendable, but where that's what we're so full of that when we get squeezed, when we get beat, when we get whatever, it's like, that's what comes out is, oh my gosh, you have no idea what you're doing, God. And we start to intercede instead of, you know, like wine. Yeah. Mm. But how that's do we good. get there? Yeah. I think the Bible's clear. You know, you're, we're transformed by the renewing of our mind. Mm. And I think our, our old nature is the self-life nature, which is me, myself, and I. We're... I think Paul says, it, you know, you, you meditate, you consider these things, everything that's mm. lovely. You consider this thing of he loves me. He forgave me. He mm. just these simple truths of first Corinthians 13. I think whatever you hang out with the most, that's what's going to come out. Wow. Do you know what I mean? I mean, like all of us, come on, we, we've all been on the road and maybe someone, maybe, maybe you just thought of something, someone did something. And by the time you got there, you were fuming. Mm. Mm-hmm. You just, that's what you hung out with that whole mm. ride. Mm. So now... All it's going to take is one person saying one thing to you and you're going to, you know, yeah. give them a piece of your mind. Yeah. yeah. So I think it's it's just an awareness and acknowledgement. I think we, we've kind of all talked about here. I, I know for me, like like a lot of you, if the morning time is very precious or if I don't have that meditation, I, I, I'm a little more on the edge. Yeah, I'm the same way. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Where like now I love getting up early and just sitting, like not even talking, I'll just sit with him. And it's just like, like I said, that mere thing was like, meh. Were that honestly, if that's that this was a different day, I might have had a different answer. Mm. Just being honest, just being real, I might have had a different answer of like, Rob, do they have cameras in this area? They got cameras in this area, they got license plates. Let's find them. Do you know what I mean? Do they mirror thing we're talking about? (laughs) Oh, yeah. Oh, so this morning I woke up and uh, my car side mirror was it called the rear view? Not the rear view, view was hanging. So someone obviously hit it and just drove away. And like, I woke up this morning early to go hang out, and then I saw him like, "Eh." and I just kept driving, like. Took me two seconds, but I think it's what you hang out with. Yeah. But I, I find those areas where, just throughout the day, where I think we all do it, we, we, we entertain the negative so easily. Mm. Mm. Yeah. Anyone? No? <laughs> yeah, no? See, and what's even worse, when we entertain it and keep entertaining, it grows. It, it like grows, grows yeah. into this big thing Dang. and it consumes you. God. Yeah. And sometimes, I'm just going to admit it, sometimes it, it feels. <laughs> Good, but not a go good. Sometimes, okay, can I just tell you, being 6'2 and 250, sometimes it's fun to go in that place in my head where I'm picking someone up and I'm just putting them against the wall. I'm like, yeah. And then I go, okay, God, that's not me. <laughs> but I'm just being real. I, every now and then I have those moments. But you, you know what you've just said? I love it when we're talking regularly. We're speaking talking regularly. scripture. We're, yeah. speak, we're speaking yeah. scripture. It says, you know, when Jesus actually told them, he says, it's impossible for offenses not to come. Yeah. Mm. Wow. Yeah. So he, be angry, but sin not. So, you know, it's gonna I got come. angry and I'm like, oh, I could just slam him. But that's wow. not me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's no. where you stopped. <laughs> you wow. go. So it's, a, it's always going to be a choice. That's always so a choice. Do you feel like sometimes we use offense to feel powerful? Sometimes to protect. Yeah, to protect, to protect ourselves. ourselves. Oh, yeah. yeah. Okay. And to, um, I, I think this is a big one we took the roof off of, control. Mm. Like when we're in fear, what do you do? Mm. You try to control. Yeah. Wow. You know, so I think even what she, what I almost said is it boils down to I'm not perfectly loved, so I need to control. I have yeah. to control the situation because the reality is, let's face it, we're in fear. Wow. We're in the self-life. We're mm-hmm. in the me, myself, and I life. So how do you like, like what Nate said about the practical side, okay, I'm offended. What do I do with it? Because offense will come, right? Oh, yeah. Like that's what Jesus promised. So like, <laughs> or he said will happen. What do you do? What do you do in that moment? I'm not looking for a formula, but just yeah. What are your what are your experiences? Oh, for me, okay, like man, okay. So like like, uh, I just have to be careful with my words. Um, we all have people in our life that are a sandpaper, right? And I, I th- yes, 
Um, and I, I think we, we, we see offense sometimes, like you said, of like, I, I just have to ignore it where it's like, yeah. to me, the mm. offense is like, you, you, it's like the invitation. We always say that it, it's really an invitation. So for me, it's like, it's a greater opportunity to own the truth. So for me, I always go to the either the Romans six or the Galatians two. It's like I've been crucified with Christ. Like I get I, here's the opportunity to embrace of how dead I am. Mm-hmm. So wow. I'll meditate on the verse. That's always yeah. been like kind of th- this past. I'll say it. The wow. season has just been the simple one for me. For me, is just I'm already crucified with Christ. I'm yeah. dead. The dead bear. Um, Nate gave me this word. Like God just says, you're a dead bear. So I have the opportunity now to meditate and dwell in this word that mm-hmm. God gave him to tell me. So I have. This is the only time where I can do it. Mm-hmm. When I'm not offended, I don't need to. Yeah. But when I'm offended, here it is. This is where rubber meets the road. I can now take the word that God gave him to where I can own it. Mm-hmm. And I think even Graham Cook says it. Truth isn't established till it's tested. Mm-hmm. So when the offense come, you're, you're in it. Mm-hmm. You're actually in a great place. Mm-hmm. And it's what you do with it. Yep. You can either, either I will grow or the God in me will grow. So it's like, for me, it's just a simple truth. I just take one truth. And one that, truth, wow. For me, that's what I've been going to is I've been crucified with Christ. I'm already dead. Mm. I'm already dead. Mm. And like, that's just been a big one for me. So I'll just, what does that look like? Yeah. Wow. That's so good. It's been for me. I'm curious. How, what, do you, what do you do, Emma? When, when you catch it. The cool thing about offense is for some reason, this is something I've thought about a lot growing up because I grew up in the church and I saw what the... The, what offense could do So that's something yeah, I've always practiced So I've come to the point Where it's always going to be I'll ask myself questions Why did that easily offend me? Yeah Ooh. Why am I still thinking about this? That's good So it's Forget the other person You can't control people Oh come on Yeah But you can make decisions For what you're going to do Going forward Yeah wow. So when things like that happen I mean I know I'm throwing out A challenge out there now But you can hardly offend me now Wow yeah. Because in, in One second I'm going Okay, is what am I, you know, where am I, yeah. you know? And if it's some, I mean, we also have instructions on what to do when we're offended. Mm-hmm. It's not like Jesus just left us and said, okay, good, good luck. luck. <laughs> <laughs> Offenses will come, tons of them, you know, but good luck. No, he said, if your brother offends you, that was in Luke. He said, yes. forgive him. It goes, it first he said, rebuke them, meaning yeah. mm-hmm. tell them this is not cool in a stern way. That's what the Greek actually means, you yeah. know, mm-hmm. tell them it's not cool. Seven times if they repent, forgive them. Yeah, there it on. is. But later on, it talks, it talks again in Matthew 18. It says, uh, if somebody offends you, go to the person one-on-one. I mean, we have step-by-step instructions. Come on. It's yeah. not like, oh, you got, you, know, you, you got me upset, so I'm going to call somebody and talk to them about it. And yeah. It says, go to them one-on-one. If you don't listen, take one or two people with you. Mm. Not to gang up on the person, but try to resolve it. Wow. They don't listen, then get the elders, whoever you think your elders are. And then if they don't listen, it says, you know, leave them up to, you know, to be like heathens, meaning people who don't, who've decided not to do the right thing. Yeah. Mm. So we actually have step-by-step instructions on what happens mm. if, you, if offense comes. That's so it's so not good. like we have to even think about it. But for me, practically, I always go, why did that offend me? Yeah. And if it's the person who's just been really offensive, I go, well, that's on them. Right. Oh, wow. I choose, I always choose peace for myself. Yeah. Wow. Because I honestly don't believe our bodies were built to carry offense around. Wow. Yeah. Why do Come you believe on. that? Why do you believe that? Because if you think think about what offense normally leads to when you harbor it in, keep it in, that's Ooh. unforgiveness, right? Yeah. Because you've been yeah. forgiven. Mm. What does unforgiveness do to the body? Even science has proved. Yeah. I mean, we've heard tons of testimonies when people forgive people and immediately they're healed of something. Mm. Think about when you're offended with someone, you've held it and held it. How do you feel inside? Mm. Wow. Mm-hmm. Do you ever feel, you know, goose bumps? Yeah. It never feels right. Mm. So normally you don't even have to be a Christian to know, mm, that's not healthy for my body. That's yeah. So, so for me, when it comes, I just, I decide right immediately, it's not going to find a place in me. Mm. And then I ask myself, why did I get offended? Wow. Yeah. That's what I do for that's practical beautiful. stuff. That's good questions. That's I really like that. good questions. I love that. Rooster? What are your practical <laughs> steps? How, how, what do you do? <coughs> Um, practical steps when I get I don't know I, I think that I've, I've been learning about um, Matthew 6 where he talks about how important forgiveness is I think mm-hmm. about that and the word forgiveness in the Greek is the same word in fact the first time it's used is when the when the disciples are dropping their nets to follow Jesus oh wow and so I'm trying to think the last time I was offended I've had to forgive somebody I remember oh it was so it was, it was I went back to that picture though and it was like this picture of 
they saw Jesus and they were like, wow, I want to follow you. And so where I'm going is more important than what I'm holding on to. Mm. And so this, the option I take is, I is that. this, what I'm holding on to, is it worth me staying here for the rest of my life? Wow. Or am I, or are we going? So, so someone had offended me and I was thinking, where I want to go with that person is more important than what I'm holding on to that that's person. Good. That, that that's a good did. picture. And so that word for dropping the net of letting go is the same word for forgiveness. So that's why I go, whenever I'm offended, I think like it, whether you put closest people to me, recently that's what it's been. It's like the people closest to me, I was like, because I've let them into my heart, it's mm, like they can yeah. cut the deepest. Mm-hmm. So it's actually much easier to forgive them because it's like, well, I value where we're going way more than yeah. what they did. Mm-hmm. The bigger so picture. Can, yeah, ex- exactly. Yeah. Exactly. And so that, that's my posture of like, do I want to hold on to this and stay here forever? Or do I like go? And mm. That's a good point. It's beautiful. Wow. Do you think some people, or even like, uh, I was thinking about this too, of like, like, do you think people maybe not aware that they're, they, they've taken offense? Or even what, what it is? Like to me, like, like coming to the kingdom, it's so backwards. Where like if, this is how I know I'm in offense. I just close my heart off to someone. Mm. Do you know what I mean? This Whoa. is how I know I'm offended. Mm-hmm. If I'm avoiding someone, if, if, if I'm, mm-hmm. If I if my honor for them went down, mm-hmm. then I'm offended. Yeah. If if I don't see them exalted above, you know, like as Paul says, consider each other highly. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I, I know for me, um I, I don't I'm just curious if people know like how do you know if you're actually offended? Yeah, I was gonna say, how it's, do you know? It's for me it's it's the thing, it's like as my heart shut off towards someone. Mm-hmm. That's for me a, a uh, that's a light. Because mm-hmm. I think sometimes I'm just not aware of it, where I'm like, oh wait a second, why did I take the long way around this person? Mm-hmm. Or why did I just keep walking? You know what I mean? Mm. I think that's a big one for me is mm. I shut my hearts off towards someone. And because let's face it, if I honored them, I would run to them. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. If I truly mm-hmm. esteemed someone and had value yeah. to them, I that's would cute. run right to them. Wow. So I don't know. I just felt led to say that. No, that's beautiful. I love mm-hmm. that. Yeah. How do you know you are in offense? Rafa? Well, I don't know. I'm just <laughs> thinking. I'm just thinking. The only thing that keeps coming to my heart is, is um, when Jesus was teaching everybody, I think it was on the mount. And he was teaching them, if you get hit, give them the other cheek, yeah. mm-hmm. you know? And then if they make you carry your backpack, carry it for a mile, carry it for two. Mm-hmm. And if you need to get, if they ask for your shirt, give them everything. Yeah. And, uh, but it wasn't until I read this book uh, it's called The Genius of Jesus by Ron McManus that he gave the history behind it. And he was like, those were actually really hard tasks because there were laws in place that the Roman soldiers did to oppress the Hebrews mm. or the Jews there. So it was like, no, the reason I get to smack you is because I'm allowed to hit. So I'm allowed to hit you to remind you of your place. Mm. And if you hit me back, then I can draw my sword and kill you. Wow. Mm. And so Jesus was teaching them, hey, you give your other cheek to show them your words don't hurt me. Your, your actions don't hurt me. I'm actually so tough that you can hit me again and you don't even need to draw your sword. I'm above that. And the other one for the mile was they literally had these uh, postal systems. So like literally it would be a Roman soldier and his horse and the, the horse would carry the mail for them. And after, uh, and if the horse got tired and the Roman guy saw a Jew, he was allowed to take it off and put it on the Jew to give his horse a break. And it was to show them that their lives were beneath the value of a horse. And so legally for a mile, the, the Jew was able to carry it. So what Jesus was saying was, carry it for more than a mile. Show them how powerful you are. Show them how strong you are. Show them how in this place of oppression, you're actually tougher than a Roman soldier and a Roman horse put together, that you're able to carry it for miles and miles and it's a joy to do it. And the last one was they were literally able to come and strip off a clothing if they were cold and they needed a replacement. Mm. And so they would come and take it. And he was like, I actually don't need it. He was like, look at these, uh, I'm, I'm a Jew and I'm actually warmer than you. And I was like, actually look at these muscles. You know, it was like so beautiful as I was reading this of this representation of like, no matter what this person's words do to you, no matter, they actually don't know you. They don't know you. And I looked at the definition of it and it actually means somebody coming against what you believe is right or your values. And it's like, well, if this was my value, it's like, who established this value? Was it my earthly dad or was it my Mm. kingdom dad? That's good, there it is. You know, Mm. so if my earthly dad put it, and it's hurting me and it's a shaky ground and I'm falling apart in every turn. Is that even something I even want there? You know, or is it a value that my earthly, uh, my, my kingdom dad did it. And if it's from my kingdom dad, is it that weak of a value that a human being can crumble it? That's just kind of where like my mindset was going. And obviously it's easier said than done, but I think it's the conversation piece of like, Jesus, what do you think about this situation? Mm -hmm. You know, it's not just 
okay, I got hit in the cheek. Let me turn the other cheek. Go for it. You know, it's like, what is the reason behind mm-hmm. this? What is the value that God wants to teach me? So practically, I don't know what it looks like, but I think it looks like asking God, what, what's the point of this? Like, what That's is good. it that you actually want to show me? Um, I talked a lot, so somebody talked. What's the definition of offense? Was that it? It was that, it was that uh, somebody Some comes against that. or says something against what you believe is right or your mm-hmm. values. That's good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's so funny because if you think about the gospel, like the gospel is supposed to be offensive. Like they offended so many people, they were all martyred. <laughs> like I think we forget that about <laughs> yeah. the gospel. Oh, take the roof off martyr. Uh, martyr, someone who dies for Christ. Okay, good. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> tortured, tortured. What was that? Uh-huh. Who dies for their belief. Who dies for their belief. Oh, wow. For their value. They believe. Wow. Yeah. yeah. But, but I, I was Ooh. thinking about that, like, how many of you, because I think offense even works from God's perspective. Like, I, I heard someone say, like, I think it was Bill John say, like, I always ask, Holy Spirit, <laughs> offend me. Mm. Wow. You know what I mean? Yeah. Where it's like Challenge his truths yeah. have to, like, I, I, I won't lie to you. Like, when I heard, read about God's kindness, it was offensive. <laughs> I didn't believe that. My dad wasn't like that. Yeah. <laughs> it was very offensive. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> Where I, I, I think, like I said, there, there's, there's the good part when you can recognize it. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Like, I, I think there's something so to that. I think we, we, we miss the, uh, I'll say, we, we, we said this kind of last time with Alex about um, the heart. We, we avoid pain. Mm. Oh, yeah. To be offended, you kind of have to go through the pain. What oh, you have yeah. to do is you have to walk through those things. Mm. Like, okay, what, where is this and what's the truth? You actually have to, like you said, ask questions, even you asking Jesus of like, you know, I, and I always love the picture of Bill Johnson has of Jesus holding the sword going, come on, you know, go on. But he's establishing new truth. Mm. You know, he's establishing, you know, really the image of love. Love keeps no record of wrongs. Why not? You know, <laughs> you, you don't understand, you know, yeah. it's very offensive. I mean, even yeah. I think about, do you think the disciples, I, I mean, I know they talk about it, but I think about Paul, do you think they were ever offended? Like this guy was once a murderer that. and now he's coming in yeah. and then he's rebuking Peter. Yeah. Like. There must have been, because <laughs> if you notice first when um, they asked, you know, when Jesus first said in Luke 17 about, oh, offenses, it's impossible for you not to get offended. And he goes, if he, you know, your brother, your brother offends you, forgive him seven times, even if it's the same day. Yeah. And it's personal in the message transition. He says it's personal. Yeah. Then he says later on in Matthew, later on in Matthew 18, after Jesus told them the steps for what to do, Matthew said, uh, Peter goes, so how many times? Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, <laughs> yeah, to how go many? back. And, come on. So come on. <laughs> Give me a, but you know the fact that Jesus now said, you know what? I don't even say seven times. That's when he said 70 times 70. Yeah. Yeah. Because the seven times, Peter was already challenged with that seven times. Because you know what? Forget that seven times. Let's go to 70 times seven. Yes. So they had to have been offended for him to go back and go, let's talk about this. Come on. And it's so funny because I had listened to somebody talk about that with the 70 times 70. Mm -hmm. And it's not just a hundred and whatever times, it's infinity. Yeah. And so it's like again and again and again and again and again. And it's like, that's a lot. Like, like I'm tired, you know? That's why you ask yourself, why am I still offended at mm. this? Yeah. By the time you get to 38. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Jackie laughed. At- <laughs> you have to ask yourself questions. Why is this still bothering yes. me? Yes. Yeah. Either the person is a pain and I can just ignore them. Yes. Or maybe I should look inside and wonder why this is still bothering me. That's really good. Yeah. I, I think mm. I think it goes down to, as you said, I, I was thinking about just some of our heroes of faith. Um, people like Todd White, because he, mm. he shares a lot of testimonies. And I, I, I think the, the key is they, they so own the truth. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Mm. Like he always says this, he, he believes he's free and he goes, I'm free from me. So it means I'm free from you. Wow. Like that's what the gospel did. It set us free from our old nature. Mm. And yeah. then he always used that line and I always admired it. He's like, I've never, I remember, I think I've shared this on our first podcast when Todd White once said, I've never had one day of condemnation. And I was like, shame on you. you know? <laughs> but I'm he, offended. But he took, dare you not he took like that me. simple truth of the gospel of like, I'm, I'm, mm-hmm. I'm free from me. I, I'm free from me. Like, I, I, I'm free. I, I, I'm, that's not me. Mm-hmm. Like, he was so excited to tell people like that. That wasn't me. Like, that person's gone. And like, yeah. I think we, 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 stand, we still tend to own the old nature a little bit. Yeah. We consider yeah. the old nature. Well, I think we defend things that should be dead. There you like go. Like we're protecting things. Like I'll tell you, the times that I'm offended, it's a lot of times I'm protecting things like pride. Oh. It's wow. like yeah. people poke at my pride, and it's like, well, I don't need that where I'm going. So why am I, why am I trying to keep that alive? I'm like yeah. sitting there with like uh-huh. a on the life support 
keeping my pride alive. Like, how dare you to poke at the scenes? Like, no, that's, there's no need for that. Where mm, I'm going, yeah. sitting trying mm. to keep dead things alive. Well, can you uh, take the roof off pride? No. Can anybody else? <laughs> no, no, so, so I, I would say, I would say for me, it's it's back to the beginning. It's about me, like like what you yeah. said at the very beginning. When a friend comes, it's about me. It's like, oh, how how well, how good of a job that I do? Um, how do people see me? How to, it's it's centered on like what you know I could do. So. Mm, mm. All right, but yeah, so for the tape, for the tape. Stay on that. That was mm. good. Pride. Oh pride. gosh. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, I don't know the diff- I, the thing. I think of when I think of pride is um. Oh, sorry, do I have to wait? No, you're good. Are we back on? Tape is flipped. Tape is flipped. Yeah. What do you think about pride? I think of pride is, um, I don't know the definition, but I think of God opposes the proud, but he gives grace to the humble. humble. He gives favor to the humble. So it's like whenever I'm in this place of pride, I'm actually putting myself, I'm starting to work against God mm-hmm. and wow. against his grace, which is his willingness to use his ability on my behalf. We'll say that again? Uh, yeah, say that slower. That was really okay, good. Okay, sorry, sorry, sorry. Grace being his willingness to use his ability on my behalf. That's big. So automatically when I'm in pride, I, I'm working against everything that God has given me, like his, his wisdom, his strength, his, his rest, his peace, his everything, his, his healing, wow. his all this stuff. The mm. second I go into pride is the second I go, I'm working, I'm on the opposite. I'm, mm-hmm. I'm working yeah. against that. And it's not, it's not that he's like, mm, I don't like you anymore. It's literally that I'm working against his, the second I go, yeah. I don't need this. It's like, it's like pulling, it's like, <laughs> it's like pulling my wallet out for something he already paid for. Mm-hmm. It's like there's yeah. no point. There's no. That's I'm, good. I'm, I'm working against him. It doesn't make any sense. Or I think worse. you said it big about. Or worse, ability. you're giving away a gift he gave you. Yes. Yeah. Wow. Yes. You waste it. <laughs> there, waste there's. It. I went to school in uh, in California, and something I saw in Southern California that I haven't seen anywhere else was, um, there's like the spirit of that thing self-made self-made yeah. mm. something about being i made it without anyone mm. i don't know what it is but i saw it so thick out there yeah. you know what i mean but it's just yeah. interesting because we talk about the whole pride before yeah. the fall because i mean god bless this guy that i he, he i kind of saw him I was like wow this guy's amazing like he, he he passed away but he had his tattoo on his calf and it said self-made it mm. said self-made mm. and i was just really mm. thinking about that and it's just like the enemy just that's his biggest thing to make us like him, him yeah. right? Pride. That look at me, look mm-hmm. at right, look, mm-hmm. let me show off. Yeah. Where everything should point to, this isn't even my idea. Yeah, this isn't even my idea. So me, me more. being an able, being a six foot two Mexican, we're inside fifteen feet. <laughs> Nate, all of us, like this, this is yeah. none of our idea. Yeah. So the enemy's, I think, main goal to get us is just a little bit. Think if it's your idea. Okay, yeah. why, why is it so good that it's not our idea? Because we're not the author and creator of okay. us. It's like, think of a book, mm-hmm. you know, who wrote the book, who created the book, who's the author, you know? And I, I think if we, we boil it down to it is we were created for him. You know, we were created for him, by him, you know, John 15, for without me, you can do nothing. And I think mm-hmm. we've all experienced mm-hmm. those moments of, even when we, you do it right, the sense of emptiness, yeah. Wow. where when you do it with him, the sense of being satisfied in him, you, we all know that feeling because we've all been in the world mm-hmm. where the world just can't offer that. Mm-hmm. I, I, me, me trying to do it myself can't offer that. Like mm-hmm. me getting my degree, me doing anything, my ability, you, you get Ooh. no satisfaction from it. Wow. Yeah. Like, wow. Or you do for a little bit and it's gone. Then what do you do? You need the next thing and the next thing and the next thing and the wow. next thing and the next thing where it's his, where your definition of grace was his ability regardless of you. That's Pastor Barry. Right? Or Pastor Barry. I got that at IHOP. But there it is. <laughs> what? <laughs> he sat me down at IHOP and told me all about grace. Was, oh, okay, okay. I was like, cool. It was all color coded. I mean, Freely. I was yeah. like, IHOP had a menu or like on the cup. <laughs> he brought, he brought a, a whole a thing on grace. It was all color coded and wonderful. I was like, wow. I th- it took me years to really truly understand. Wow. Like, even when I read it and it was, it, he explained it so beautifully. And even then, it's like, it's one of those things that like, I don't know why, but naturally I wanted to fight against it. I like yeah. the idea of being self-made. So even if I saw it on paper, it's a different thing to actually enter into, to really humble yourself and be like, God, like I need you. Mm-hmm. And it works against, the reason why I, was, I feel like pride works against intimacy. It's like, for me, it's like, if I can do something by myself and then and, and miss out on the relationship aspect of it, of like getting to need him and, and be vulnerable with him and wow. let him into places. And so it's like this idea of, I used to read that verse. What's, what's it? It's like he talks about the the dinner, the dinner guests. Like, pick the most humble seat. Yeah, you know, humble yourself, yeah. and then you'll be exalted. But if you exalt yourself, you'll be humbled. Mm-hmm. And I, I used to see that as a threat, but really, it's an invitation for intimacy. It's like I want to, I want you to need me. I want you to want me. I want you to, so I can, so I can do this on your behalf yeah. instead of 
us being big and bad and not needing him and missing out on the intimacy of it. Wow. Yeah. And so, like, when we step into offense, we actually step into this place of pridefulness? Uh, I, was I'm saying for me, I was saying for me personally, yeah. a lot of times what offense pokes at is things that should already be dead. Oh, Pride gotcha. is one of yeah. them. It could be anything. It could be, I mean, I don't know. Yeah. I'm trying to think of times I've been offended. Pride. I mean, immaturity. That's one thing, too. So yeah. Sometimes I'll get poked at and I'll be like... It's like because I'm immature, I'm offended. And it, it's, like, it's like I really the truth is I need to grow that's up. Good. But, but it's better for me Maybe to just be good. like, you shouldn't have said that. I didn't like your tone. It's like, well, the thing is, yeah, I am actually being a baby, but yeah, I just didn't on. like the tone you used. <laughs> it's like well, well. <laughs> I really didn't like the tone. Six stories we hear hear about text, and it's like yeah. Why did you mean it so mean? It's like, what? I just put a period. Yeah, you know I mean, sure. but it depends yeah. how you took it. You're just That's like, That's why I don't put periods. Yeah. I put exclamation points. Yeah. Emojis. I just <laughs> want you to know I'm happy when I'm talking to you. <laughs> Jackie's always like, what, she's like, when she reads my, my things, yeah. you know, like I was texting you today about like, hey, come, you know, be on the podcast. And I put an exclamation point. Jackie's like, why are you yelling on your, on your <laughs> thing? Because <laughs> it's like, be on our podcast. <laughs> and I'm like, no, I just want you to know I love you because periods feel mean to me, yeah. you know? But I'm with you with that. So so the opposite of pride is humbleness. Yeah. I think you, for me, I think of like being a son. It's your need for your father. Yeah. And that's your need. Where self-made pride is, if you take that role, it's kind of like the way you talked about who's on the throne of your heart. If you mm-hmm. take that throne... Then you have to be everything. Yeah. Oh you have to be the defender. You have to be the protector. Yeah. You have to be the helper. Take that you have to be the comforter. Yeah. And we've all have done that. And that hurts like hell. Yeah, and yeah. <laughs> now I'm heavy. That's how you burn out. Uh, burn out. Yeah. That's how you get depressed. That's how I believe a lot of ministers Stress. really get burned out and stressed out. Is we yeah. we played that part and we become the defender, the helper, the comforter. And Holy Spirit just sitting there like, I'm bored. You know wow. what I mean? Yeah. Yes, yes, yes. But I, I don't know if that helps. No, it does because I was thinking of like. I think I misunderstood humbleness for a long time where I thought humbleness means you just get... Oh, low. Like, yeah, like low to the point of like if somebody for Christmas gives me a pair of Jordan 1s, I give it back because I'm not deserving of it. Is wow. that different? Um, yeah. Yeah, I definitely won't give them back. Yeah. <laughs> you said you won't? <laughs> she knows shoes are my thing. No, I'm yes. just kidding. But I, I don't think that's humility. I think humility is really knowing who you are, mm. who you are, and just placing him on the throne. That's about it. Yeah. You know, not letting people walk all over you. Because, you know, if you see yourself really as your precious, your God's precious one, you're not going to let anything maltreat you, just like you wouldn't maltreat your child. Yeah. Yeah. And so be humble, mm. you know. I mean, yeah. in the body, we've done that forever. Be humble, be humble. And we have false humility. Yes. Yeah. Talk yeah. about that because there's the word I wanted to talk about. That, <laughs> yeah. that right there is, I believe, like a tactic of the enemy is that false humility mm. where it keeps well, us from grace. It yeah. does. But, mm. you know, the first time somebody called me out on it here, ooh, I was like, oh. Mm. And I go, oh, the fact that I went, ooh. Did you, I'm curious, what was it? Did, were they trying to give you something? You just didn't want to receive it? or? Yeah, so a pastor had come, asked me to preach at his church. Okay. And I told, you know, a pastor here, oh, I don't think I can. Now, if it was somebody else, in my mind, I really thought I was, you know. Mm. And she goes, that's false humility. Ooh, I was like, ooh. Dang. But something you, you inside of me goes. You fishing for a compliment? No, I just felt like, I, actually at that moment, I don't know what was going through yeah. my head yeah. mm. <laughs> because they had just told me and I was like, <gasps> you yeah. know, yeah. and when she said it, I go, you know what? Really? Yeah. <laughs> that, that, I mean, uh, you didn't get offended. I may have for a minute. <laughs> but you she know dropped what? the net. Uh, yeah. But yeah. then you know what? See that? I love that analogy you use about dropping picture, the net. Yeah. T- telling yourself where I'm going is much more. Then this thing I'm holding, you know, whatever the yeah. opposite. Because I, from what, like I said, from when I was young, I've always heard this scripture: "Great peace are they, are they, are they great peace have they that love the Lord; mm. they shall not be offended." That's yeah. Psalm one nineteen on. one sixty five, yep. and I always thought about that. I, so t- recently, I've been going, you know, peace. That pe- word there, peace, is shalom, completeness, wholeness, mm. healing. Mm. So I'm like. Am I going to hold on to an offense and let go of healing and completeness? Oh. Are, you say, are you saying that offense is getting in the way of our wholeness? Exactly. <laughs> so <it's a> ch- <laughs> so have, you, you choose it. That's why I say offense is a choice. Yeah, what? but it's actually, but even take it to the next level, it's, or the invitation for wholeness. I think it's just yes. how, you, how you look at it. Yeah. You know what I mean? I mean, I, I don't. I wish I didn't hear that. Well, you gotta, <laughs> I, I think Psalm you gotta talk about it. Don't tell me it's in the Bible. <laughs> yeah, but I think, I think we don't like that. Like, 
This is God's favorite part. You got to go through it. Yeah. You got to go well, through let's, it. Why, let's talk about that. Why <laughs> don't <laughs> we like to go through it? Why don't we like to go through stuff? It hurts. But but the thing, this is the part that gets me, all right? This is the part that gets me. Every encounter I've ever had with God ends up better. Yeah. Every oh, encounter I've had with him ends up better. <laughs> so I just want to know why I'm such a little punk when I'm going through this testing, through this endurance, through whatever it is, knowing that I have a good dad. Like, why Why does it, why can't I just get over myself and... And, and, and know that it's going to be good at the end. You tell me. I don't know. I, know. I'm, I'm I want to get the answer. Help I'm waiting me. for the I'm answer. I'm going humble. I'm getting low <laughs> so I can know. Man. Take the roof off of... Of what? Of uh, Rafa. <laughs> yeah, take the roof off Rafa. <laughs> I don't know. I think I, think I just... I'm, I'm just verbally processing with you guys yeah. of like, I hate that part of like, I know my God is so, so good. good. So like, why do I step into anxiety and fear and like... Thinking that there is no hope if I know my God is so big. Yeah. You know, is it is it because I took my eyes off of him? Is it because, what is it, you know? It, it just bugs you're, me. You're answering yourself. Yeah. I took my eyes off of him. Mm, I'm focused is. on what I'm going through. And I'm seeing that. We, we, we are always told, you know, if it's not good, it's not the end, right? Yeah, exactly. But I'm seeing my current situation as this is it. This is my life yes. now. I, but that's the trick of the so, enemy. So then how do I make it fun? I I think for me, focus on the promise. I think like every trial, Mm -hmm. this is the Yahoo part. Like it's the promise. Mm. It's the promise that you need him and he's got to come through. I think for me, like every, every test, every trial, like you have to have a promise, man. Like he's a good father, which means he has promises that he loves to, you know, but to see a promise, man, he just, he's so fun. Like you you need, you need to be thrown in fire. I don't know why he enjoys that, but he does. (laughs) He does. He really does. Mm. I don't know, at least for, for my walk. For me, it's like, it's, it's anytime I find that, when I do that, the, I, haven't, I haven't meditated on the promise long enough. Wow. Like, I'm not considering it enough. Mm. I'm not meditating enough. Mm. And to be honest, and to just be honest, I, I, I don't think it's true. Yeah. I don't think it's true. Oh, yeah. wow. That's good. I don't think it's true. Yeah. But the thing that makes it true is the process of what you're going through, right? Me, what you meditate, that, what you consider, right? Mm. Transformed mm. by the renewing. You know, what, what, yeah. what, are you, what are we considering? That's good. You know, at least that's for me. That's good. That's good. Rooster, are you going to say something? You breathe in. I don't know. <laughs> I'm just happy to be here. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just happy to be here. Did you yeah. have a question or something? I'm chewing a lot over here. A lot of my life has been changed in this little sit down on the couch. <laughs> I don't know what it is. I'm never going to be the same. I think I was thinking of 2 Corinthians 3 when he's talking about Moses and the veil. I think it's like 17 and 18. <clears throat> and he's, because I was really thinking about this too this morning. I was like, God, I, I want to grow up. I want to mature. I want you to father me. I want, there's things I want to change. And I was trying to figure out, like, how do you do that? You know, what's going on? Yeah. And I thought about the verse where he talks about being changed from glory to glory. Mm. And he was saying that it's, it's with an unveiled face that we behold him and we and we, we behold him as if we're looking at a mirror and we reflect his glory. We go from glory to glory. And there's this transformation that comes from what we're beholding. And really like what I'm becoming is completely dependent on what I'm beholding is what I was realizing. Which we know on paper, but actually in practice, it's a lot more difficult because when we get offended or when things are stressful, it's easy for us to take our attention and just shift it to, yeah. oh my gosh, this is what's going yeah. on. Or this is how much I have to work. Or this is how long I've been here today. Or this is whatever. And it's easy to behold that. Mm-hmm. But then in that comes nothing. And in fact, you want to know the difference in conforming and transformation? It's what are you beholding? Yeah. I'm beholding the world around me. I'll stay like the world around me. I'll take yeah. the shape of the world around me. I'm beholding this God who's everything I could ever want. I'm going to be transformed in his image. Yeah. So the invitation of transformation is taking my focus off of the water I'm walking on and back onto Jesus who called me on top of the water. Wow. Yeah. That's so good. So do you feel like that's why we need the fires to burn off what we don't need? I think it's just fun. Like, I'll be honest. Like, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like I'll be honest. <laughs> now that I'm going through it, like, you guys know my house story, I haven't taken it away. Like, it's become an addiction now. Mm. Like, now I'm actually having fun with it. Oh, tell mm. me about it. Like, the more you go through it, the more, yeah, you, the more, like, it's easier to go, oh, this is going to be good. Mm. Like, mm. like, because, like, I, my meditation has, has, it's only getting bigger now. Mm. So even, like, okay, like, so I was meditating, and it's just so funny with my mirror thing, like, Anvil came up in my spirit, and I think that's the thing too. What, is we don't we, we don't ask God enough questions because yeah. if we ask Him, like, what prophetic word, what promise do you want me to meditate on? Yeah. He'll tell you. Yeah, and if He tells you, guess what's coming? Yeah, you know what I mean. I think we, I don't think we ask God enough questions. Yeah. Like we, it's like we, I think we 
we pray too much this way where true prayer, I believe, is receiving. Yeah. I've been doing a lot of reading, a lot of Jingwei on, and her definition of prayer is simply turning your heart towards God to receive his love. Wow. I think we we, we, we we so focus on turning our heart towards God and I'm going to love you, I'm going to love you, yeah, I'm going to love you, yeah, but yeah. You, you can't give what you don't have. Yeah. And I think we've we've... We've yeah, missed that. Mm. I'm offended. I, no, I mean, <laughs> it's like I mean, how many times have you heard? How many times have you ever heard? Like, we gotta love him. We gotta love him. Yeah. Like, you sh- that's like that's like forcing out a poop. That's so good. Yeah, <laughs> you can't force love. Love should be easy, yeah. and it's easy if it's overflow. Mm. That's beautiful. And I think we. I'm just gonna say it. We suck at receiving. I'll say it. I suck at receiving. No, that's so that's where it is for me. I, I suck at receiving how good he is. Yeah, you're right. How how mm. much how kind he is. Mm. How he's actually forgiven me when I yell at my son, when I'm impatient with my mm. wife. So mm. it's actually in those moments I'm invited. I've been invited to pray, which is shut up and drink his yeah. loving kindness. That's so good. I was thinking right now that you were talking, I was thinking about Romans 8 where he talks about the children of God. You know, follow the spirit of God. And at the end, he was like, so we cry out, Abba, Father. Yeah. And uh, and I've talked about this before, but it's like that word. I always thought Paul was dumb until I read a lot about him. And I was like, he's a genius. Like, oh, my gosh. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you know? and, and I was like, why would this genius write Abba? Why would he write Father Abba twice? Father. I'm like, Abba, Father, you know, and Abba means intimate father, like very intimate. Mm-hmm. But then that word father means transmitter. And then above that, I actually say son, and that word son means receiver. There it is. And so when I first read that, I was like, my God, like our DNA was meant to always have a transmitter because we're always receiving something. Always. So like, I don't know, right, right now that you just said that, I'm like, man, like what an opportunity to do something so effortless. Yeah. Like it's not something I have to go and be like, okay, now I got to be more holy yeah. or now I got to be here in order to receive it. It's like, it's already in my heart and my DNA to receive something. But it's like, well, who's the father? Who's the one that's transmitting? So, so think me? about that. Even Nate had a good teaching on Wednesday yes. about holiness, about that, yes. about the effort. So, so what that's you good. just said, if you were made to receive, yes. if I was the devil, what do you think I would do? Receive all the bad stuff? I would complicate you receiving. Yeah, complicate. Yeah. I would make, make it make so me hard me for you to receive. Work for it. Yeah. Yeah. I would make good. it so hard to receive how good he is. Wow. Yeah. I would try to make you so blind because I know once you taste, I'm screwed. Yeah. 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 It's going to change your focus to make you focus on the wrong thing. Yeah. I think the coolest story, not cool for him, but the coolest story that I ever, I've ever read about taking offense and losing out on what's good is the one in Esther. I know everybody thinks oh, about yeah. Esther, how she goes in and she gets the favor of the king. But if you follow the story of Haman, the one who wanted to kill the Jews and all, do you know he was the favored person? The king made him the highest. All the other mm. nobles were supposed to bow to him, but he got offended because Mordecai would not bow to him. Yes. That's right. Is he the one mm. that fell back and died? Oh no, he, he, he got hung on his ga- the same gallows he wanted to hang all the Jews. Oh my God. But the funny thing about it is, he had it good. Yeah. The king said, mm. everybody bow down to Haman. Mm. And only Mordecai did not bow down. If he had focused on how good he had it, yeah. but he kept, he kept thinking about it, he was offended. You, I, in my mind, I was thinking, all he had to do was just wait. The king yeah. would realize that Mordecai was doing something wrong yeah. and they've taken care of it. Just like if we just let God defend us instead. Yeah. <clears throat> but you just, he was so focused to the point where even his friends there told him, oh yeah, you should get Mordecai. At some point they were like, maybe you should back off. <laughs> they literally told yeah. him to back off, but he was, at this point, he was so eaten up with offense, he couldn't see clearly. Yeah. He wow. goes, I have to destroy them. In the end, he was destroyed. His sons were destroyed. And I'm thinking... He had a good deal. He was second in command to the king, but he yeah. couldn't see that because of offense. Yeah. Wow. The enemy would just not let you focus on us, what we already have, already yeah. natural, yeah. instead of trying to, I'm going to earn this thing that you already have. Yeah. That's so good. Yeah, I mean, even it was in Ephesians and the Passion. I love the Passion where it says, like, something I teach the kids from day one, which is our warfare is never against human beings. It mm-hmm. never it's never against human beings. I think we forget that, like yeah. on a day-to-day basis. Yeah, I mean, if you were to just meditate on that one, my mm. warfare is never against human beings. Okay, if that's God's will, like if you were to truly meditate on that one, mm. that's enough right there. Yeah. <laughs> no matter what, our warfare is never yeah. against human beings. Yeah. You know, the one that gets me is like uh, on Instagram, I don't know, or like social media platforms <laughs> where like a random person would comment or post something and people lose their mind. No. And then to me, like, like in it, I get really hot, you know? But outside, I'm like, I don't even know this person. And like, I might never know you. Yeah, I will never know you in a million years, you know? And then yet your words become so powerful in my life, you know? I, I, the, reason, 
this just came to my mind. I had made um uh it's called arroz con leche, right? So it's like mm-hmm. oh man, if I say it in English, it sounds gross. Rice, but it's like uh, rice and milk. it's like rice and milk <laughs> with cinnamon and it's warmed it's up good, and it's good. really good. <laughs> and I had just posted it making a funny video, and this random kid is like, What in the Taco Bell is this? <laughs> And right now it's so funny You know right now It's so funny But when I read it I was like What racist guy What I looked him up You know he was on private So I found him on other platforms And I was like I'm gonna give you A piece of my mind And then it finally hit me Where like I turned to God And I'm like God what do you want me To say to this guy You know I actually felt disciples Fire and thunder Burn them God And, and then you know As I was talking to him He was like You don't even know him bud And I was like You're right he said, go eat your arroz con leche. I was like, all right. Wow. <laughs> you know, and I just went my way and did it. That was totally sidetracked. I'm sorry. Nate, what do you think? Well, it's good. <laughs> that, that's true life. That is I true life, I think I never should have posted that thing on my journey. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, <what? laughs> no, it wasn't me. It wasn't me. No. It wasn't no. you. It wasn't you. Um, I just have burner accounts. I'm just like, your food sucks. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, also, I smacked your mirror this morning. Like, <laughs> I was like, oh, Let's see who can be a friend. Look, you love the fire. <laughs> but I think it's so funny because, like, if it was you, how would you have responded to Nate in the moment if he had done it? What, what would you have done? Oh, I love him. It, it, easy. Yeah. Yeah. They would do wow. nothing. Same with my Rose College. If I knew it was Nate, I would have been like, that is hilarious. <laughs> Thank you for yeah. doing that. But the minute that, like, it's somebody we have no relationship with, like, we lose our mind. Yeah. I don't know. Well, what's mm. his name? He wrote a book about it. Um, the Bevere guy. John John Bevere? Bevere? The Bait of Satan. Bait of Satan, yeah. where he talks about that. Where because he talks about, I mean, maybe we could talk about it now, but like church hurt. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. like sometimes when we we can elevate our pastors in this to where they're above God, where mm. when they fall before us, Oof. we're so offended mm-hmm. that we leave or we hold it, where he kind of talks about that. Whereas like if it was just some Joe Schmo, it would do nothing. But because we I don't know, put him on a pedestal. Put him on yeah. a pedestal, mm-hmm. we idolize, we we forget that, you know, they're human too, that it's, it's a little, it's harder. I mean, we, we've had at our church a few exoduses, can I say, <laughs> you know, of yeah. different reasons, but it just, it's interesting how, like, I, we keep seeing that. We kind of keep mm-hmm. seeing that. So is the root of that? What do you think the root of that is? Just curious. Will I talk about that? I, I was going to ask Omo about it anyways. I was just <laughs> okay. saying, been, how long have you been at the church for? I would say like 19 years. 19 yeah. years. Beautiful. Wow. Yeah. I what year did you come? <laughs> what year? I have to do with Deji's age. Deji was like eight months old. He's okay. 20 now. Oh, okay. He's so up like 20, 20, 2003. Okay. So, yeah, you came uh, right before me, I think. Yeah. All right. Dang. 2002, something like that. We still got time. We still got eight minutes before flipping the tape. Because that was, that was my, my heart too, was like churches split all the time. And most of the time they split because of different of values and different of opinions and offense, really. Mm-hmm. But then churches kind of like the Catholic church, I think have only split once or twice in the whole whatever thousands of years they've been together. Why, why, why is that such a thing in the church? Why is that a normalcy? Because we always, we, we, especially us charismatics, we think you should know better. Mm-hmm. Oh. We always, I mean, Catholic people, they know if they sin, they just go, go ask for, go to the priest, the priest will tell you how many right. Hail Marys and you move on. Mm-hmm. Somebody offended me, go to the priest. Here you go. Take, but we, you should know better. Wow. Just bait of Satan. Bait of Satan, there it is. That's it. Dang. Yeah. I mean, that's how I see it. Yes, yeah. yes. What's the opposite of that? Of you should the know opposite better. of that is filter everything through love. Yeah, Aww. love. That sounds so much better. <laughs> <laughs> if I mean, like you said, if Nate hit your mirror, you love him. You won't be offended. And I think too, it's, I think this is the other thing about offenses. Even if you're right, that doesn't matter. Mm. I think we think being right like, somehow like justifies, justifies, justifies I, now, now I'm on game on now, okay. now bend over yeah. uh, cause I'm right. You're mm-hmm. wrong. And I, it's like, I don't see that in the Bible. No. Like I don't see David who had the full right to have Saul murdered, mm-hmm. but honored him in such a way. Wow. Jonathan, to give up his birthright for David yeah. and to protect him, to have such a heart after him, to, the Bible says, strengthen his hand in the Lord. Mm. Yeah. That's what his job, that's what he did. He, did. Yeah. He, he gave it up to strengthen his hand in God. And I think we, I, I think in church sometimes we, we, we don't like to deal with those issues where we'd rather be right than... Do it God then then for God to have his way. Yeah. Wow. Do you know what I mean? Like I'd rather yeah. be right 
than to do it God's way. I don't, I am I right. saying that right? I make sure you know I'm right. I'm going to make sure you know oh, I'm right. wow. Do you know? Dang. So it's kind of like a hurt you. Like I'm trying to hurt you, right? Right. But I, I just think, you know, it's just the forgiveness. It all comes from the, the forgiveness thing. I think we, we just, it's that nature of God that, we're, I think the church still needs to go through. <laughs> Get ready, it's coming. Um. <laughs> wow. That's good. Filter through love and um, you won't become a prisoner. Remember yeah. the unmerciful servant that wouldn't forgive? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah. He was sent to the prison. There's a yeah. difference between captives and prisoners. Yeah. yeah. And it was after his debt got forgiven. Is that is that the parable? His debt got forgiven. And, you know, after he begged, his master was like, you're good. But then he wouldn't forgive somebody else's mm-hmm. debt. And goes, you go to the torturers. That's why, I mean, why do we have all this many churches on one street? Yeah. Somebody came up with a different idea. You're like, I'm right. And I'm going to make sure I'm, you know, I'm right. So I'm going to take my ball and go home. Yeah. Wow. (laughs) And I'm curious if like we actually go to God. Do we even ask questions? Like I said, do we even ask questions? If we ever ask Mm. God, what should I do about this brother? I bet he's not going to say cancel him. Yeah. Oh, not and, cancel. Oh, yeah. And I think it's harder oh. to go to God when you know you're right. I'm not going to go to God. I know I'm right. I'm, like, I'm right. so right. And I have a feeling he's going to say, just go anyways. You yeah, know? Yeah, yeah. So you, you avoid that conversation. Yeah, there it is. I mm. think, oh, man. But we I think avoid it. We oh. avoid the conversation. But that's what you both just said, pride. Like, what do you pride. do when you're offended or you have pride? You avoid the person. You go around the person. You you miss out on God's goodness. You miss out on the gifts that he already gave God. Offense is so dumb. It, it is know, so dumb. Say it, takes it again. So much. It takes oh so gosh, much from offense us. Offense is dumb. It does. It no, robs. It's not all the way dumb. <laughs> it's not all the way dumb. <laughs> Psalm fifty-one talks about uh, David sitting there saying, "Search me, know me." And at the oh. end of it, he ends with this. He says, "Come on, point out anything in me that offends right. you." Wow. But that's when like that, God offended me. Yeah, but yeah. that, but that, I that I might know the way to eternal life, which is knowing God. Mm. Wow. It's it's mm. to know God and Jesus Christ. It's like this intimacy of knowing who He is. David was saying, I invite you to point out anything in me that's offending you. Mm. Point it out so that I can know you. The invitation, the desire of start was intimacy. And what was getting in the way was like anything that's offending God. And that. Wow. Wow. Mm. That's good. And I, lo- I love that. Like, God, is anything I'm doing, is this bothering you? You know, it's like, is this getting between us being intimate together? And a lot of times for me, it is pride, but. It's really good. And that's what you have to do. I think like, Holy Spirit, offend me. Like, we should always be praying that. Mm. For the tape. This is scary. For the tape. All right, we're back. Table okay. slipped. Well, uh, what they just said. Offense. What did I just say? You said God should offend me. Yeah. Oh, I just, I, that's a scary prayer. I don't know about you. Can I be real with you guys? There's some times when I'm like, oh, you yeah. You don't want to know? Yeah, you know, <laughs> yeah, you I'm, like, I'm like, I know I need you to You don't want to know. He did, that's not what he was praying. He wasn't praying God offend me, although I do love that one. Yeah. yeah. He was say saying, it. point out at me anything that offends you, which if we're talking about the definition of offense, uh, you the said, values, like, yeah. what do you value, God, that my life oh, doesn't line up with? That's yeah. so good. It's an invitation for me to actually line up my life, my heart, everything inside that no one else sees yes. even, to mm-hmm. what God values. So yeah. good, Nate. And sometimes I value having it all together and God doesn't. He's mm. like, I actually value when you don't have it together. Yeah. And I'm like, but I like having it together. <laughs> yeah. It's like then the invitation to reconcile that is through that's intimacy. Good. That's where the grace yeah. comes. Yeah, yeah, that's good. That's really good. And I think that's it. It's <laughs> like sometimes I don't want to see how broken I am. Which, yeah, I... Let's talk about it. Second Corinthians 12, 9. Paul, right? The weakness. I think yeah. I oh, love yeah. that verse. My weakness it's became a portal yeah. Yeah, to God's power. Yeah. Our weakness is his addiction. Yeah. Like without going there, you, you don't get the glory. According yeah. to that verse, the greatest glory lives in the weakest part. Mm. The greatest tangible expression of God lives in our greatest weakness. And I think because the, uh, the answer is to what Nate said, because in that place is you find his greatest ability for yeah. you. His power, his strength, you know, where that's another one I think the enemy uses, especially for men. Mm-hmm. Uh, we talked about this with the men's meeting where we, we like to show our good f- side forward. We don't show our weakness. Let me show you what I'm really good at. Mm. I'm really good at this. Let me show you, you know, I'm really good at piano. I don't, I don't want to talk about guitar. I'm not good at You know what I mean? We yeah. love showing where kingdom's the opposite. Paul's like, I'm weak at this. Let me show you. This is yeah. great. You yeah. know? <laughs> I think my heart's just... I want to sit under my own vine yeah, and, tree, and do nothing. alone in the dark, you know, like just chilling. So we prayed this one prayer. Can I just be real with you guys? Man, it was like almost a year and a half ago. My wife and I, we were just chilling. I'm saying it, baby. We were just chilling. We were just chilling, watching Netflix, like watched all these great things. It was awesome. We were cruising autopilot. And then Jackie, <laughs> she was like, babe, we're too comfortable. 
She was like, what are we doing? We need to be changing the world. There's revolution, yada, yada, yada. And then I was like, well, let's pray into it. Let's do it. And I was like, Jesus, I just think that you use us. I just think that we change the world. And yeah, no more, no more uh, convenience. Yeah. I haven't had a day off. <laughs> you know, and like we just yes. keep going. And it's like, why? God, why are we doing this? God, why are we doing this? But then we come here and like have these beautiful moments or like you come and you're like, Rafa, I see this. And I'm like, okay, like, is is it worth it? Yeah. You know, is it worth it? Is it not worth it? Like, what was it better when I was just sitting watching Netflix or, or, or is it, or am I more alive now that God is actually using me? Yeah. You know? It's good. Ah, I'll just put my heart out there. Love it. I just want to sit under my own vibe. All right. <laughs> Big tree. This was really good. I think, um, I think another thing too is, and Omo, you kind of said this about just the fact of God's nature is love. And you can't give what you don't have. Yeah. You know what I mean? So I, I know if, if, to me, offense is like a check engine line. It's yeah. like, so that you have to begin the conversation. Do I need oil? <laughs> Do I need gas? Yes. Do I, because you, you're not perfected in love. There's some part of aspect of God's nature that you fully haven't received. You haven't fully trusted in. If it's forgiveness, if it's his kindness. Because I, I know for me, when I don't receive that kindness, I'm very short-tempered. Mm. Very yeah, short tempered. Yeah. With my dog, with anyone. Yeah. Yeah. Same. In the same boat. Offense? Anything else? <laughs> <laughs> Any last words of wisdom, Momo? It's a choice. You know how we sometimes oh. go, I couldn't help it. Oh. Yeah. Don't Offense say that. Is a, it, it is a choice. It's a choice. Don't it's a choice. That. That's good. Choose life. Choose peace. Choose completeness. Yeah. I'm choosing that right now. Yeah. So when the offense comes, gotta choose. Do I want to hold on to it? And then if I'm holding on to it, it's like you can only hold one. Yeah. Peace oh. or offense? Oh, golly. Yeah. Choose. That's, and that's like crazy. Nate said, you have an opportunity Dude. to let go. That was Jesus. Or Jesus, sorry, Jesus. <laughs> Jesus. That wasn't Jesus. me. <laughs> to let go. <laughs> Don't job, put that on me. Good job. <laughs> but I, I, I think I have to say this one again because I, I think we, we, we just don't do this. You have to begin the conversation. You yeah. have to ask the question. I think, really I think so That's many of us don't even go there. Yeah. Don't even have the conversation because in our head we think we're so right. <laughs> or we think God is mad at us. Yeah. You know, like, mm. I don't know about you, but like there's times when I'm like, I did something wrong. I was like, how does God actually feel about me? And like, I'm too afraid to go and have a conversation with him mm. that I'm like, I'll keep it to myself. You know, I'll hold on to it. And then I think about Moses. I think about Moses, how he killed a dude. Ran from his promise for 40 years. And then in that moment, after 40 years, just being a shepherd, doing his thing, you know, he has a wife, he's comfortable watching Netflix. That's when, that's when the burning bush appears and he turns towards God and he's like, this place is holy. And I'm like, God, that's not right. Like you were supposed to show up when he fulfilled his purpose. Once all the people from Egypt, that's when you show up in a burning bush. Mm. And he's like, no, he's like, that's what makes me different in the world is I show up after you made a mistake and you felt like you're not deserving of doing something. That's when I show up. That's when I'm burning everything alive. Uh, I just, I personally, it sounds good when I'm saying it, but like, I don't like that. Yeah. You know, cause like, it's hard to turn that way because the world says otherwise. Yeah. You know? And I think, come on, we, we have to talk about the sin where, <laughs> come on, where that point comes where you want to give someone a piece of your mind. Oh, yeah. Man. Like that's the choice where it's just like, <gasps> I'm frothing, I'm frothing <laughs> here. You know what I mean? It's just like, and whenever, you know, we all had that. You have that moment, like you said, it's yeah, a, it's a choice the, yeah. to where you can give someone a piece of your mind and not the mind that's the mind of Christ. Right. And the mind of Christ always elevates and brings people up. Yeah. yeah. You know? That's as good. much as we think we'll feel so good if I could just give them a piece of my mind. You don't. We don't you don't. You, you don't. don't. Right? You've done so, it. I've done it. So, oh yeah. I've oh man. So like, Poor Kristen. Can I just say, I apologize like, to my wife. Yeah. I should have just kept that one. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that's yeah. good. Ooh. I exploded when I was so right, and afterwards I felt so empty. Man, I also find it when like I bury it, like I miss out on God being able to elevate some. Uh, just yesterday, you know, it was like ninety-two degrees outside. We we're doing volunteer day, and I couldn't find this, uh the cover to the tent, you know, and like mm. I'm sweating, and I was like, man, I'm not supposed to be sweating, like all this stuff. The right answer was for everything to be together in one place, mm -hmm. mm. and so now I'm like on this chicken run, you know, looking for this thing. A million things are happening, and I wanted to be offended, and then I, I. 
literally took a second down at the union. I was alone. And I was like, God, I don't know why I'm here. I don't know why I'm looking for a tent, but I know it was your idea. So what do you want me to do? Mm. And I was like, because I don't want to be fake. I don't want to pretend that everything's fine. Like, I'm actually really upset. Mm. And then he was like, well, if you just let me hug you right now. And I was like, all right. Like, like it's hard and I don't want it because I also don't like that I ended up in this place of anger, mm. this place of frustration. I don't like that, God. And then he was like, be like Moses, like turn towards me in the ordinary. And I was like, all right. So I turned towards him and I did feel a little better. But then I got a word from him and he was like, it's an opportunity to elevate somebody rather than destroy them. Wow. And as soon as I said, that, as soon as he told me that, Evangeline called me and she was like, I'm here to help. She was like, I'm here to help you find this thing. And my prideful side wanted to be like, I don't need your help. I'm going to, I'm going to make sure everybody knows I suffered alone. Self-made. I'm self-made. <laughs> but, but because I went to God, it was an invitation not to do life alone anymore. Mm. And I was like, you write come. that down. People. I was like, you come, you come, like come. And, and, and she was like, what do you think it is? And I was like, I don't know. I'm looking. And she was like, do you think it would be in the storage? And I'm like, mm. you're so smart. You're such a genius. Like, let's go find it together. And then like we go in there, like she knows like, for whatever reason, we move one thing. And she was like, there it is. And I, I thought it was white and it was great. It doesn't matter. But she grabbed it and she was like, I'll carry it for you. You don't carry it. I'll carry it for you. And I'm like, first of all, this looks wrong. Like, I'm the dude. I'm supposed to be carrying it. And she was like, I want to honor you. And she grabbed it and her hair was all messed up because of the thing oh, going. And, her, and then we're going. And in my heart, I was like, man, if I had just blown up or if I had just made it all about me, if I had just gone and gave people a piece of my mind, I would have found it, but I would have been alone. Mm -hmm. Gosh. You know? Anyways. I love you. Can I say that I went through something what you just said and I'll spill my beans about this. And I think anytime we try to do it alone, you just stack yourself for that fall. Yeah. yeah. When you do it alone. Because mm. you're building really your your resume of look what I'm doing. It's true. And then when someone doesn't honor and value it, you're coming down. Oh yeah. Like you are coming down. Yeah. I know that's a big one. Yeah, absolutely. Like I, I used to um I still do, but I used to do I used to get here early Monday morning and do all the chairs. And uh and I was doing it for the wrong reasons, but I was doing it. And like, I remember one time I was offended at you and like, I would, I would do it. I would put him away and do all that. And this guy runs out to a meeting and I'm like, what is he doing? Like he didn't get here. He's just going to run out not even attempt to move one chair. So offended by you. And God said, he's advancing the kingdom. What are you doing? Oh, that's right. <laughs> tell him God. Tell him. Tell him what's up, God. <laughs> oh I love the joy that I just brought up. <laughs> tell him, God. Tell That's him. what I was Good trying to tell him. Good job. You could have got offended right there. Good but, job. But every chair, uh, you know who I was? Yeah. I was the not the prodigal son. Yeah, that was the other son. Look how faithful I am. Uh, yeah. I'm building yeah. my case, Excuse and I almost lost it. Uh. Like I almost lost it completely. Wow. That is really good. And you know, and then, you know, the thing I said about the prayer with like that Jackie made, like, yeah, these moments of growth suck. And like, I would rather be home watching Netflix, but I'll be alone. Yeah. yeah. I'll be comfortable, but I'll be alone. <sighs> and I, and, and it, how much, like, I've learned so much, like even this podcast, mm. you know, and like people watching, like being with you and like, and like prophetic words that I have and like hugs that I get and the love that I get and like the affirmation that I get, I can never get from Netflix. Yeah. No. Whether I was alone, yeah, it grows and it's uncomfortable, but that's why I asked the question of like, how do I like not, not let those moments of growth pain compromise the promise? Yeah. You know, because it's so worth this part, the, yeah. the fellowship and the loving yeah. and the enjoyment of God. Anyways. That's good, man. Yeah. Well, Momo, any last Last words. <laughs> Another last word. <laughs> like I, I, when you just said, you know, how do I make sure I do this? I'm just thinking of what he just said. Just focus on the promise. Mm. Focus on the promise. I, I think where we put up our focus always determines where we end up. You know, yeah. where we put our focus determines where it, we end it, up. I mean, you, you know how they say if you're, you know, if you're gonna, if you're driving, don't look that way yeah, because yeah. the whole car is gonna go that direction. That's pretty much it. If you focus on love, when offense comes, you're going to choose love. Yeah. You know? Beautiful. And when you focus on the promise, like this is why I think we don't even talk to him. When, you, when he tells you you promise, you know what's coming. Yeah. Like, he, like you know. Where if you're not focused on the promise and it comes, 
you got nothing to rely on. Yeah. Like you when going through that thing though, I had so many prophetic words to rest. I'm like, oh, you did tell me I was going to go through this. It was easy. So it was easy for me to let go. Yeah. You know, at least for me. But yeah, I'm with That's, you. Um, I think now you got to get to a meeting. I do. But can I say one thing? Yeah. Thank you so much. There's so many times I could feel you lean into the prophetic words over my life, even when I'm not. Mm. So even when you have the opportunity to like sit there and be like, I'm offended. I can't believe you didn't do this. Or like, I am actually really sucking at things. You, you actually lean into like, oh no, you're a finisher. You're a, even when I'm not finishing things, you're like, no, you're a finisher. Like you hold on to it even when it hurts you, you know, even when I'm not believing it. So thank you for that um, a lot. That's beautiful. And I'll yeah. No, I have to go to that meeting. I love you. But maybe, you know, if you guys want to know times you offended me, <laughs> just come see me after the <laughs> show. Ready, ready. <laughs> I love you guys. I've forgiven you, but yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'll, I'll let you know. <laughs> um, Omo, oh thank you for coming. Rooster, you, you got to get your meeting. Choo-choo, I'm Chaba. That's Jackie Jack. Uh, no roof. We love oh. you. We'll see you next time. Yes. Take the roof off a fence. Later. Oh, yeah. <laughs>